Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is June 28th, and we will be reading paragraphs 1396 through 1403 today. And it's the Feast of St. Irenaeus. We are getting close to finishing on uh, the Sacrament of the Eucharist, but uh, that'll be tomorrow, I believe. For now, we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The unity of the mystical body, the Eucharist makes the Church. Those who receive the Eucharist are united more closely to Christ. Through it, Christ unites them to all the faithful in one body, the Church. Communion renews, strengthens, and deepens this incorporation into the Church, already achieved by baptism. In baptism, we have been called to form but one body. The Eucharist fulfills this call. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. If you are the body and members of Christ, then it is your sacrament that is placed on the table of the Lord. It is your sacrament that you receive. To that which you are, you respond, Amen. Yes, it is true. And by responding to it, you assent to it. For you hear the words, the body of Christ, and respond, Amen. Be then a member of the body of Christ, that your Amen may be true. The Eucharist commits us to the poor to receive in truth the body and blood of Christ given up for us. We must recognize Christ and the poorest, his brethren. You have tasted the blood of the Lord, yet you do not recognize your brother. You dishonor this table. When you do not judge worthy of sharing your food, someone judged worthy to take part in this meal. God freed you from all your sins and invited you here but you have not become more merciful. The Eucharist and the Unity of Christians Before the greatness of this mystery, St. Augustine exclaims, O sacrament of devotion, O sign of unity, O bond of charity! The more painful the experience of the divisions in the Church which break the common participation and the table of the Lord, the more, the more urgent are, are our prayers to the Lord that the time of complete unity among all who believe in him may return. The Eastern churches that are not in full communion with the Catholic Church celebrate the Eucharist with great love. These churches, although separated from us, yet possess true sacraments, above all, by apostolic succession, the priesthood and the Eucharist, whereby they are still joined to us in, close, in closest intimacy. A certain communion in sacris, and so in the Eucharist, given suitable circumstances and the approval of church authority, is not merely possible, but is encouraged. Ecclesial communities derived from the Reformation and separated from the Catholic Church have not preserved the proper reality of the Eucharistic mystery in its fullness, especially because of the absence of the Sacrament of Holy Orders. It is for this reason that, for the Catholic Church, Eucharistic intercommunion with these communities is not possible. However, 
these ecclesial communities, when they commemorate the Lord's death and resurrection in the Holy Supper, profess that it signifies life in communion with Christ and await his coming in glory. When, in the ordinary judgment, a grave necessity arises, Catholic ministers may give the sacraments of Eucharist, penance, and anointing of the sick to other Christians not in full communion with the Catholic Church, who ask for them of their own will, provided they give evidence of holding the Catholic faith regarding these sacraments and possess the required dispositions. Roman numeral 7, the Eucharist, Pledge of the Glory to Come. In an ancient prayer, the Church acclaims the mystery of the Eucharist, O sacred banquet in which Christ is received as food, the memory of his passion is renewed, the soul is filled with grace, and a pledge of the life to come is given to us. If the Eucharist is the memorial of the Passover of the Lord Jesus, if by our communion at the altar we are filled with every heavenly blessing and grace, then the Eucharist is also an anticipation of the heavenly glory. At the Last Supper, the Lord himself directed his disciples' attention toward the fulfillment of the Passover and the kingdom of God. I tell you, I shall not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Whenever the church celebrates the Eucharist, she remembers this promise and turns her gaze to him who is to come. In her prayer, she calls for his coming. Marana Tha, come, Lord Jesus. May your grace come and this world pass away. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.